What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is Sean of 71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. Midnight love, too. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 208 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime first on deck. As always, it's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res lover. That's me. A.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer step daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Just uh, happy to be here, happy to be talking about this hobby, this lifestyle, this uh this uh money grubbing hole that we throw money into uh video games so uh yeah just happy to be here to talk about it um can't wait to share our thoughts uh about this this hobby we love so yeah let's do it all right of course our show is a no-go without trader joe aka jabroni chief yeah yeah but you might know him as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, since we last recorded, I, I'm like buying Zelda collector's editions left and right. I got one for Dez, of course. I got, I one got for it myself. And uh, yeah, I have another like standard edition just sitting here. I'm trying to decide what to do with it because I like the bonus that it came with. I would have easily have returned it. What was the uh, bonus that came with it? It came with a uh, wall scroll, a like Ooh. you know, like not a huge wall scroll, but still kind of cool. Gold, you know, just has the lo- logo of Tears of the Kingdom on it, and it's limited. It's only up to like five thousand wall scrolls, I believe. So. Why would you? But why would you need to return it with the wall scroll? Just- uh, I just I'm not sure if they're gonna say if I try to return the game, you know, give us the free item back as well. Why would they do that? I'm not sure. I don't no, know. I don't think they would because you bought it, you got the free item, now you're selling it, or returning it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends if they want to, you know, have all items with it or not. So I've, I've, I'm I mean, not does sure. It look if... like a standard, does it look like a standard game in the standard, like. Yeah, it was a standard game. game. Then yeah. they're going to sell it as a standard game. I mean, that's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I thought about so I'm gonna try to return it without it, but uh, depends if I just decide to do that or just wait till after my birthday and just decide. Oh, I got look what I got my, my birthday present. Oh, I don't have a receipt. Oh, mm. oh. You're getting, way, soft. <laughs> getting soft. You're getting soft. Come on, your dad would be all, "Let's go, let's do this, yeah. let's take it back." Yeah, let's take it back, <laughs> like back in the day. Yeah, uh, your dad would been like that. Shit, your dad would have done that yesterday. You know. Yeah, dad would have yeah. been hella like, let's go. What are we waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> go back to Costco and return like a six six year old like air fryer. You know? Hell yeah. I gotta oh, do yeah. that actually. So Costco takes back anything. So I love Costco for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm all I'm down with Costco. I don't see how they make a profit. Like, like that return line is always filled. Yep. Uh, must be the kirkland brand must be really something i guess i don't know all right folks well 
as always, our first topic on the docket is going to be our playlist. So uh, this week, why don't uh, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man? Okay, well, let me go and get out uh, the non-Monster Hunter stuff out of the way. So, uh, <laughs> least, Is there know, anything else besides non-Monster Hunter stuff? Yes, yes, there has been. So um, I I'm have, excited uh, to hear. Well, I played some multiplayer Gauntlet Slayer Edition with you last night, which is probably, I would have to say, probably the best... Um, session i've had playing that game as far as just n- triggering my actual attacks and doing my not uh, destroying the food and all that yeah not destroying the food actually properly playing it and not just totally screwing up left and right on there so um kind of appreciate appreciating the game a little bit more you know we had a good session last night and so I was able to, you know, um, kind of work with you, work together, you know, not screw up. You know, I started from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. We started from the beginning and we got a little further. That's what I like about it. Like, they're not, the the levels aren't super long, but they are just difficult enough, you know. That way you can get a little bit of like, you know, it's kicking my butt. So I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I don't mind starting from the f- over because I retained all the like uh, um, evolution of the uh, mm-hmm. upgrades I bought and that kind of thing. So yeah. it's kind of just makes things a little bit easier in that aspect. So, so what am I going back? Um, if you want to play again, or I might sure. tackle a single player. Who knows? We'll see. So, um, other game I played uh, since we last recorded, I bought and um, and been enjoying Galaga eighty eight on here so i don't know if any of you two are familiar with this game or not but it's very like a, um a later edition of galga that they released in the arcades i used to enjoy way back in the day um there was a home port of this uh coming out for the turbo graphics called galga 90 that i bought and i enjoyed quite a bit and so um i would say this is like galga taken to the next uh you know dimension on there because uh not only you have um you know an evolution of the galaga gameplay um you are actually there's like um, multiple paths you go on and stuff and so depending if you because uh, there's these uh asteroids on each level if you break and if you happen to get a warp stone out you have to grab two warp stones to go to the next path or uh, thing on the tree kind of reminds me of darius a little bit in fact that you could um, decide what route you take uh, on playing this game. And so good score chaser. Um, and, you know, just overall, I think it's worthy of a $7.99 purchase on there. So only thing I've cut, because especially because of the way the orientation of the screen is and everything, playing on my 65-inch, it seems like I'd want to play it a little bit closer, like if I was actually playing off of an arcade cabinet versus playing on a, a widescreen TV. I almost would love to uh, grab a monitor and maybe throw it into Tate mode and, and see if I could orient the screen, because I know there's options within the game itself to do that so i might decide uh possibly to see if i could do that you know and kind of go go from there you know i'll be all uber and be putting playing my shmups in tate mood over here so awesome i think you should 
Yeah, I have another PlayStation, so it's like, you know, I should do more with it. So, uh, also been playing a little bit. Uh, there's this new um, game, not really a new game, but it's latest edition of the game that's come out for consoles that's been on PC for a bit. This is Ubisoft's Trek Mania on there, so it just barely came out uh, this last Monday, I believe. So, and this is kind of like a, if you haven't played a track mini before, it's a lot of uh, going and trying to best your time. Uh, there's like open courses, of course, this is a free-to-play game on there. So I wouldn't equate it to a kart racer, but it is definitely more of an arcade game. You know, you're going up walls, you're going up the side and that kind of thing. And uh, I played around with it for like maybe about 45 minutes and I've been tr- was besting my time in particular tracks I was playing on there. And uh, there is a couple of components to the game where I think if you pay a, an extra 10 bucks, you open up the uh, dreaded season pass for the game on there. So you could actually uh, do more as far as uh, play the game at least a little bit more tracks, a little bit more options as far as the multiplayer is concerned. And then uh, if you pay 30 bucks, uh, you get like access to a livery and able to, you know, make your own tracks and they're able to go in and, and design your own uh, vehicles as well. So kind of in a way, uh, almost has a Hot Wheels type of aspect to it, I think, you know, because it's not like uh, these are not like big, like authentic cars. They're more like small cars, like a Hot Wheels or a Matchbox, that kind of thing. So. So, and uh, yeah, I've dabbled in previous Trackmania games that have come out. Uh, there was one that came out for PS4 and for Xbox One generation. I think it was called Trackmania Turbo, I think, uh, that uh, I played a little bit of on there. So, um, but, uh, you know, if, if you like those type of games, uh, Kev, I think, I don't know if you would like this game or not, but since it's free to play, who knows, you know? Okay. Yeah. So got to keep an eye on that. Um, also, of course, leave the big daddy. Uh, the big, you know, shot caller is going to be Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak that uh, we've been playing uh, quite a bit on there. So I'm getting, and we got up to at least we all three did with two uh, master rank three on there. And I've kind of realized the equipment I've been rolling from playing high rank. It's kind of gotten to the end of the line, so um, I've been looking at builds on Master Rank. Uh, I was looking at the best builds for like uh, Master Rank 3 to 5, but unfortunately I don't have some of the weapons open, either weapon uh, that was rated as the best. So I'm looking at just like the base weapon set, at least to the tutorial I've been using on there and i just um i'm kind of stuck where i needed an anjanath uh ruby i believe where you didn't get one last night or the night we played last night right uh after after we after you left our gauntlet session i played once and uh i should have left and signed off i was pretty tired so you know but you couldn't me no i had to get in and get calling you man it'd be calling you (laughs) calling you I actually decided to, to do a um, a high rank mission, and um, we wound up f- failing, unfortunately. So even on the high rank mission, I was trying to play some of the Apex um, enhanced like monsters. I think uh, uh, was it Apex Mitsune on there Ooh. that was yeah, doing was Apex fire. Or... 
fire mm. bubbles, and I figured, eh, you know, I got this master rank armor, you know, it's, it's decent starter armor, you know, let me see what's up with this thing. And yeah, it was like one shotting me and everything. It's like, God, those Yeez. Apex monsters were no joke. No joke. No, they are not. Yeah. But I'm so. glad that you tried and and saw that you were you know you were you were found lacking sir <laughs> oh not that and also too that barry off that me and kev were fighting at the end of game night on thursday man oh man oh man that thing was like balls to the wall you know and that's master rank what in the three to five range and so yeah 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 master rank is no joke this is no joke yeah i i i i follow you know what what the what the wikis say about stuff and you know um but i i definitely agree you gotta you gotta respect them monsters because they will they will tear you a new one so i, I got a lesson mm-hmm. lesson in brutality mm-hmm. <laughs> still enjoying uh monster Hunter quite a bit you know even though this big Legend of Zelda hoopla is going on in the internet and interwebs. You know, you think I'd be bothered to turn on my Switch and play either Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom? No, 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 no. Nah. I'm playing, I'm playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So that, that's what's scratching my itch. And damn, I am itchy, itchy. Yeah, so. you are. <laughs> what about you, Dez? Uh, well, continue on the Monster Hunter. Uh conversation yeah i'm uh same way still playing it still enjoying it though it is getting a little i am going starting to run a little bit cold on it you know because i'm thinking that i want to do something different uh for a a multiplayer type game so i haven't found anything that really scratches my itch like monster hunter did although gauntlet uh slayers edition is pretty good i really i really do enjoy it um, so I think that I will at least get to the end of that game. There's only a couple of things left and then you can just, you know, run it. it it's a fantastic, um, I guess it would be like starter game. You know, that one game that you play at the beginning of the night that kind of gets you into the, the mood for, for a longer session. And uh, that's definitely one of them. Or if you're really wanting to just turn your brain off, it's one of those that you can do as well. So are you talking about Sunbreak still or what game? I'm talking about Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Gauntlet. Okay. Gauntlet is the one that I that 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 I can that I can play in lieu of uh, Sunbreak uh, or Monster Hunter. Um, but it doesn't have the it does it doesn't have the 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 scope of sun of sun of monster hunter so it's just it's a pale comparison though it is a good game in its own right it's still just a, a pale comparison to to monster hunter so um and i have i started playing the uh i started doing the dual the dual swords with or dual blades and um i'm doing pretty good with them found my flow um i have a i have a a a master rank set uh that i can that i can roll with that that is keeping me afloat that i'm liking um i'm just trying to get the the decor the decos for the decor for for it and i have all of the decos most of the decos that i need except for there's this one that just that just is just a bitch to get and that's the critical jewel uh critical two jewel and like most of the builds require you to have three of them, and it's just, 
it's just a lot to go through to to get it. You don't need this stuff. 100% you don't need it, but it's just like it, it makes the it makes the battles a little easier, you know. So, you know, I'm still looking for that Almadron plate, that Magnamalo horn, and I have to fight a, another Apex uh Rathalos. So, which I've done before, and, and I have about I have like a quarter of what I need, and you need three of them. So, so it takes it's just one of those things that you know do i spend my time um straight up grinding for this stuff or do i just continue on because again you don't need the decos the decos are just you know they really just help ease um your your playthroughs so i'm kind of weighing my options to see you know if i if i really need them because the um the almadron plate is like a like a 3% drop and stuff. So there's, so there's this stuff that you just have to think about, like, you know, what is my time worth kind of situation. So, um, at this time I've kind of put that on the back burner and, um, I still rock. So I have two weapon, two weapons that I rock the, uh, sword and shield and the, um, dual blades kind of put the hunting horn off to the side right now. Not really feeling, feeling like, uh, running a hunting horn, and then I'm thinking about actually starting up the lance again. I was a lancer for an entire playthrough of uh, of I think it was Monster Hunter. Which one? I can't remember which one it was. Um, but but I played lance quite a bit, so I'm kind of missing being able to just tank, you know, tank hits um, and stuff. So so I'm I'm trying to get some gear for that. Um, I have the weapon, but I don't have any of the gear. And because I spent all that time in uh, base rise uh, getting all the gems, I have a lot of the gems already. It's just getting that kind of base level um, armor uh, that I need for uh, to kind of carry me up up into like you know level level four, five, and six um, of master rank. So I'm like I said, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's fun. Uh, sometimes I do get a little tired of it. So, um, although the 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 new locations, the jungle and the citadel, are both fantastic. Um, I really love the open the openness of it. I really like the um, where you're running to, uh, the way it looks. Those two new locations are fantastic and i really want to explore the citadel a little bit more so um and they also they basically flood you with a ton of quests that that uh optional quests that you can do um that i'm really enjoying so so yeah i mean monster hunter i i think uh sunbreak had just enough material or content to to make it worthwhile to to purchase and if you've been waiting to see if you want to purchase it or not i think i personally think that you should because it's it's been a lot of fun you know um but again maybe a little monster hunter burnout but but who knows um at this point i don't think it's going to be that bad um and then i like i said about gauntlet slayers edition it's a definitely a nice little palette cleanser before before i move on to something else uh last thing that i've been playing is a game called legend of keepers and this is pretty funny um so i in my in my day job 
uh, I'm a you know manager and a trainer, and um, I like doing management type stuff. So, like I, I like working with people, and and you know delegating work and helping them get through the day and stuff like that. Like I'm one of those type of people, you know, I'm that manager that walks up and says like, Hey, how you doing? Everything going okay. Like I'm the one that checks in on you <laughs> You know, I'm that person. So if you hate that in a manager, don't work for me. So, uh, <laughs> and there's this game called legend of keepers and it's just that, which is hilarious, but it's, it's done in like dungeons and dragons type of thing. So by that, I mean, you play as as a monster manager and you manage you manage uh, a set of monsters and you set up traps and you set up other employees which are other monsters to fight adventurers who are trying to get in and steal the gold the company's gold and that's that's the job you know it's like the, there's a corporation of monsters who who basically have these dungeons and the heroes they that they post up and the promotion is to get heroes stupid quote-unquote heroes to come in and try to try to steal the information steal your stuff and so you you're you have all these different rooms and then you set up traps you set up monsters you set up uh trap spells you set up all these different things and then you as the as the head monster the guy that i'm playing now is a as a is a you know, centaur, an evil centaur with like two big axes. You're like the last boss, and three adventurers will try to go through each stage, each level, each like room to try to get to the treasure room and fight you. And it's just, it's just great. It's like you, you don't have to micromanage them, but, but you basically control the, the minions that you place in the room. And it's like it's like it's like uh, Darkest Dungeon where you have three people in a row, front, middle, and back, right? And then you have your front, middle, and back uh, enemy or monsters. And then depending on your speed, that's who goes first. And then there's like a bunch of um, uh, resistances that people can have, like fire or air, etc. And you can look at the the tab of the heroes and see which one is you know, more susceptible to frost or, or fire or, or is strong against nature, which is poison. And you can set up your minions and your minions have moves that you can, you control your minions. And so when it's their time to attack, you decide where you're, who you're going to attack. And you can either attack their, their fortitude or their health points, or you can attack their sanity. So there are some people who, who have a uh, weak sanity and you can basically, you can either kill them or, or send them screaming, drive them crazy. And so, so they run out of the, the, they run out of the dungeon screaming. So, but it's really fun. And then, so, but in between that, you know, you send your monsters to the spa, you know, you, to, in order to, to, to rest and, and, and get, not get burnt out because if they get burnt out, you know, they might leave. Um, and if they die, you know, they, they have to be put in the ER and, and you have like therapy, you give your monster therapy, you know, because, or they, or they have to see a therapist because like, you know, because killing, you know, or, or being killed can, can be, you know, offsetting. And so you, you get this stuff to like make your morale of your monsters get better. You can send them on to like training trips. You can send them to, you know, all this different stuff in order to build up your, your, your cadre of monster, your stable of, of monster employees. So yeah, it's I should see really if they're hiring. 
God. Yeah, you really should. You know, it sounds like working for the government, but it's 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 hilarious. Better. Yeah, it's they actually send you to the therapist. Anyway, um, but it's, or you can send them. You can either train, you know, yourself as being the 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 main monster, or you can you can send your your minions to uh, trainings in order to get them stronger in their weapons to level them up. That way they're stronger because you have two different types of um, adventurers. You have like basic adventurers, then you have elite adventurers, and the elite adventurers will reward you with more money, uh, but they're harder, you know, to kill, you know, they hit harder. So it's just this really fun little management sim. And, and you have this like Cyclops who is the, the HR lady and she's this Cyclops. And she basically tells you like, you know, Oh, you've got to watch out for your, you know, your morale or this and that. And you can, you can like fire people and stuff. So it's just this really fun, you know, little, little time waster that you can play in order to, you know, pick up your management because I'm learning a lot of really good management skills. You know, if the people want to come in, I can try to send monsters at them, like Joe or someone. I don't know. Joe could be my 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 big heavy that stands in front and kills the UPS guy. I don't know. So, but it's fun. I really I'm really enjoying the game. So, uh, it's on sale. I think it's on sale right now on PSN for like fourteen dollars for like the for like the super the greatest thing. So it's it's a nice little game. The the sprite effects are really good. It's kind of um it's kind of a it's got sprites. So if you're not a fan of of that type of stuff, then uh, you might not like it. It's um it's got those kind of like 8-bit graphics, but it's it's really good though. Like it it, it looks good. Uh the PS5 version looks really good. It's really crisp and clear and then and everything is voice acted and some of the stuff you say is just super hilarious so definitely worth it uh, if you're looking for a game to play that's relatively cheap and it, and it has like an hour oh and there's different like managers so the manager that you start off with is the is the centaur but you can have there's like a a crazy goblin lady and then there's like a frankenstein's monster sort of thing and there's like a lich so there's all these different people that you can that you can put in and it's it's really good it's a fun little game so but those are the two games that i have those are the games that i have been playing and um i've really uh been enjoying so um kev what games have you been playing buddy really it's just sunbreak that's That's really all i've that's really all i've uh i've had uh time to play finally got a master rank uh, armor set for bow so i'm i think i'm i'm just about maxed it out it's it's hit points real i mean bow is like super glass cannony in in some yeah more so than in the in world so i don't know if i'll if there'll ever be a you know a sturdy bow gear build uh i i just don't think that really exists but um uh, at least i'm not getting one-shotted uh at least so far i'm only master rank three <clears throat> and really um that's it's really all i've been playing i also was able to get a hold of a um a master rank longsword build so i do have that so it's a little bit um uh, a little bit more robust and i've opened up finally opened up the 
in master rank the monster that has some of the best uh gear for bow and that's that uh that arachnid uh spider tarantula thingy that you fight i can't remember the name of it but um that that particular monster has some ridiculously great as far as skill sets for bow uh, so <clears throat> I'm glad I opened that up and can balance that against the, uh, to I, I guess, Toby Kadachi and the Berioth have also, well, Berioth is more longsword than anything else, but a couple of his pieces are really good for bow as well. So between the three, I should be able to put together sets that will get me through the game once they're um, maxed out with uh, armor spheres. So so that's but that's really that's really all i've been playing i i did i didn't mess with really didn't mess with anything else uh, this past week um just a lot of work um privately and uh, uh helping family helping a family member get back in in their home so that's really what my my week has consisted of so <clears throat> really not much else i did buy galaga 88 but i haven't played it so it's it's sitting on my uh, it's sitting it's sitting on my to-do list so i'll get to it at some point but other than that that is going to be it for my playlist so moving moving on from that it's time for our next topic on the docket that being our vessel or main event All right, Diz, you got the mic on this one, bro. All righty. So uh, welcome, everybody, to our Vessel Line. So, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be uh, answering some of the questions or commenting on some of the uh, the conversations that have been going on our Discord. If you want to join our Discord, please stay tuned. As Kevin will tell you how to do that at the end of the show. So first is Goonie. Thank you so much, Goonie, for, for, for joining and being a vocal member of our our uh discord and our show you know thanks for coming in uh you've been have, asking some really good questions we're really glad that you're here so uh he says the rumors for sony's next state of play are heating up what announced games are you guys looking forward to seeing more of and uh, what do you hope gets announced well for me personally uh i know that uh monster hunter world 2 will be announced and it will be coming out uh later this year for christmas so i'm just putting it out there uh, i can't wait for them to say something i cannot wait for my tapenaki dinner from free tapenaki uh, i'm gonna get free for, from joe um, get desmond's gonna hook me up with some Tapenaki. So, uh, he likes to say that, but knowing that I'm the one Benny that's going to be, uh, that's going to be, you know, that 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 volcano of onions is going to be, you know, for for me winning, you know, and uh, so I'll maybe have them have all the spicy a, sauce I'd ever want free have them on a, Desmond's dime. That's have right. them flick a shrimp. At your head or something maybe i don't know but uh but yeah that's that's what's gonna happen so so yeah uh mark my words uh monster hunter world 2 2023 
If they call something it. other than Monster Hunter World 2, uh, does it still count? It still counts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it still counts. You, you you can't get out of that, buddy. But 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 you said no. But 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 you said <laughs> no. But no. Get out of here with that mess. So. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what's going to be announced. Um, I think we're probably going to see something about. I think I what I what I hope we don't get a lot of. I'm going to tell you what I hope we don't get a lot of. I hope we don't get a lot of of uh, PS uh, VR stuff. I know we probably will because they're going to be pushing that hard. But I don't hope that I, I hope that it is not the focal point of the show. Like, I really hope that they don't do that to us. Now, whether they do it or not, I have no idea. I really hope that they don't, but you never know. You never know. Um, what else do I think? I mean, they're probably going to announce Miles Morales. Uh, sorry, uh, Spider-Man 2. Uh, probably show a new trailer actually featuring Venom. Um, I don't think we're going to get a lot of anything regarding the Wolverine. Um, I think they're going to put all their effort into drumming up hype for Spider-Man 2. And I think uh, we won't hear anything about Wolverine uh, because that probably won't be coming out until uh, 2025 at the earliest. Um, But yeah, probably Spider-Man 2 is going to be a big thing that we're going to see. Maybe maybe if we're lucky we might see something about maybe an outriders 2 i think that that's a pipe dream but i wouldn't mind seeing that uh i wouldn't mind seeing a new ratchet and clank game um but i think that's probably not gonna happen as well um probably gonna hear some stuff about the new final fantasy game um but uh, but yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. That's just the stuff that's on the top of my head that I think they are going to uh, show um, us. Um, maybe and maybe even they'll 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 actually come through and show us something for um, uh, the changes to uh what is it? Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Though I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're probably gonna gonna wait until that game is is close to being done, and then they're just gonna push it on out there. So, um, but uh, I'll throw it over to Kev. What do you think they're gonna show? Um, I think it'll. I'm expecting a a sixty forty split between PS5 and PSVR two content. Oof. You're probably right, but... Uh, yeah, but, and, you know, and I'm not really mad at that because every time a PlayStation drops a peripheral, people slam it when they have to cancel it because, oh, they never supported it. That's true. And it's like, well, you know, you got to advertise, you got to market it in order to get people more vested into it. I mean, is that this particular thing is a product that I won't ever be getting, but... I'm expecting a a 60-40, I would not be surprised at a 50-50 content split between uh, PSVR 2 and PS5 uh, content. So, you know, is that going to be for me? No, but I definitely understand the methodology behind that. 
as far as uh, standard console games, I definitely want to see a release date for Stella Blade. I'm, I don't really need to see anything anything more of Final Fantasy 16, but I'm fully expecting to catch uh, to for them to do another trailer. I mean, that's one of the biggest releases in the year, so I'm fully expecting some more another another trailer for Final Fantasy 16. Um, uh, from the rumor mill, what I would really like to see is another Castlevania. Uh, oh, maybe please. something, maybe something. Have it in the along the lines of Lords of Shadow. I know that's uh, a, a lot of people are saying. Oh yeah, it has to be two D. Is two D or nothing? Nah, I don't eh, think so. I'm I've 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 played enough Castlevanias in two D. Uh, I'm kind of over the the you know grabbing us getting a, gaining a new skill and then trying to remember where you saw where you could use that skill to get to an unopened or and before an inaccessible area. And I get it. That's kind of how um, that that series that's 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 kind of the the pillars that series was has been built on. But I'm just kind of over that aspect now. If to be a hundred percent honest, if they gave me a God of War clone with Castlevania coverings, I I would have no problem with that whatsoever. Like, just 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 drop in Trevor for clo- for 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 Kratos. I I I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> just just so, you know, I would not be mad at that at all. Um, I know a lot of folks are hyped for the possibility of um, a Metal Gear reboot or Metal Gear remake being announced. I'm I've always liked the idea of behind Metal Gear, but I hate stealth. I can't play stealth games to save my life, and uh, that's why I never could get the only one that I played and finished was solid that's the only one i played and finished and that was a struggle (laughs) because Mm. i was always getting found out always getting discovered and i i just me and stealth just have never made it but if i have to if i have to pull out of the uh uh uh, the unlikely but would be great uh pile um I'd say like another Twisted Metal, like a Twisted Metal announcement. Uh, I would really like to see, I wouldn't mind seeing a um, Resistance uh, announcement because I think the last one was at Resistance 3. Um, I thought that was a great game. And I'm not I'm not Mr. FPS over here, but I really enjoyed Resistance 3 a lot. And uh, I would like to see that series come back. Um, and, uh, let's see, I had another one that I wouldn't mind seeing come back. Um, anyway, it's escaping me now, but, but yeah, I think, um, that that, those are really my, my answers for, uh, uh, possibilities and, uh, uh, hopeful, hopeful unrealities for Wednesday showcase. I, I, the one thing I do think. One thing that uh, I will say is I think that based on the recent statements of uh, 
uh, Lion Ryan, uh, they had they have a level of confidence in this uh, in this showcase. Um, they're I think they're expecting it to go over well with the fan base, so that gives me. Uh, that 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 gives me a lot of uh, you know I'm, I'm that kind of builds my own personal hype meter for it so you know I, we're not getting oh I don't want to overstate or overextend you know is this there we're getting like you know we're it's going to be good so and the some of the rumor folks insiders depending on how much how many how much how many grains of salt you want to give their you want to put in into their opinions or their uh their sayings um their saying is it's going to be good and which is which okay you know we'll see but uh <clears throat> that's really all i have to say on that yeah all right so uh joe what are your thoughts oh i know Goonie wanted to know a couple things what games do i want to see more from the event um, as far as that, I mean, obviously we're going to see more on Spider-Man 2. Um, I'm guessing there's going to be a release date announced. It's kind of been rumored that it's 2023, later part on there. Um, and then uh, we're going to see more on Silent Hill 2, in my estimation. Um, I know Bloober Team is getting close to kind of finishing that up, uh, and that's probably coming out 2023 as well. Um, me personally, uh, you know, I just want to see what's on the docket for the first party PlayStation Studios. I'm really more curious as far as if there's any going to be any like out of left field announcements, that kind of thing. You got to know too that the Last of Us multiplayer, the long rumored multiplayer game, is going to get announced at the showcase as well. Um, probably going to see more on Death Stranding 2, you know, which, you know, good, bad, and different. It's more Kojima, you know, so. And then, you know, Kev, you mentioned Metal Gear. I think the Metal Gear Solid 3 has been the one that's been rumored as far as being on the remake trail on there i'm assuming that's going to be done by that studio that did demon souls which i can't think the name off the top of my dome blue right point now. yeah blue point yeah i think blue point's probably working on that so they previously have done uh, metal gear stuff for konami on there so you know and you know between silent hill metal gear solid and uh you know we'll see if there's any other agreements between <laughs> uh you know PlayStation and Konami, it seems like they've been really uh, kind of close and intertwined a bit, you know. Castlevania would be good. That, it, to me, it'd be kind of crazy if a Contra game came out of left field. No, we've already seen that. Oh, yeah. you know, as long as the giant pandas, that kind of thing. So, But, uh, you know, as far as other things, I mean, we don't really know what Sony Bend is working on. The developers of Days Gone, so I'm kind of curious if they have an announcement forthcoming um and then the studio um that did uh ghost of tsushima um sucker punch mm -hmm. you know i'd like to see you know they've, they've done before what sly cooper they've done infamous so i mean whether they're going to be forced to do another ghost sequel and work on that or maybe uh you know 
bring back an infamous title, you know, I think, uh, you know, Sony has IP that they should draw upon on there, you know, obviously they're not going to sit there and crank out sequels like, you know, Forza Gears and, and Halo, you know, all day long, but uh, to have them go back once to the well, at least up, I would say Sly Cooper's probably not likely, but, you know, infamous would be a good surprise, I think, so. I think it infamous would be, and I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be Ghosts because that was that Ghost was there. Everyone uh, was so impressed with that game. Yeah, it was I, their passion project like for one. sure. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see if they go back to the wall. See if that's even announced. Um, you know, Naughty Dog. You know, they talked about uh, doing another Uncharted. I don't know if that's going to be something that another studio is going to be doing with Naughty Dog's like you know supervision if need be on here uh so i'm kind of curious to see if that's going to be announced on there um out of left field maybe bungie's new project outside of destiny and then they've been working on something so i think if they could put that into the mix i think that would kind of you know bring forth some craziness um also um probably going to see because of the marketing and whatnot the probably the playstation trailer for honkai star rail on there which is already on the mobile on there you know i know the genshin fans out there are looking forward to that bad boy i'm kind of curious about it too since it's what turn-based versus uh, action in this case so and uh, you know i think what else you know like i said it's maybe some exclusive square enix you know games come out of left field you know final fantasy 7 the next uh Rebirth game, you know, I think that might be on here too as well. So I think there's a lot of possibilities on there and hopefully some surprises. And yeah, I think there is going to be quite a bit of VR stuff on here, which might motivate me to actually open the box <laughs> and hook it up. So God forbid. And then, you know, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, you know, there's, a, you know, hardware possibly we're talking about. The new PlayStation 5 model, possibly. Uh, I don't know if they're going to like dust up and announce a Pro at this conference. I doubt it, but, you know, it's long. It's too long. soon for a Pro. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. They just barely got the, the base models into stores where people on a, I guess, on a, more areas than before can go into a store and get the system. Yeah. And, yeah, Pro is too soon for a Pro. I'd say a Pro announcement would come sometime next year. Yeah, I'm just I'm just bending that about, and of course this portable that's been kind of rumored too, you know. So, so we'll see if hardware is going to be like kind of intertwined with this thing too. And it's going to be over an hour, so it's you know not running at the most optimum time during the day for working folk out there. It's like at one p.m. It is not. But it is 4, not 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. But I guess they have to consider the worldwide audience for this as well. So, so we'll have to see. You know, I'm kind of excited. You know, I'm excited to talk about games and not services. But I'm kind of curious too, as far as what they announced and maybe some uh, more day one initiatives for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium as well. So. If they could spice it up and throw some things into the mix there, that'd be good, you know, so. I know one thing I would like is maybe some release dates for some of these China Hero uh, games that have been announced like two, three years prior 
and maybe some i mean they never gave release dates for any of them um i but like some of them just like look really great and i would love to know when the, some of those are going to be coming out and i can't think of the name of the names of them i know there's one the one that's the kind of like the devil may cry inspired one where you have a dragon as dragon head as your sidekick and um there's another one um uh gosh you talk about, about lost soul aside lost soul aside yeah yeah lost soul aside i would like to see a release date possibly for that um but uh, yeah they um maybe seeing some updates on the china hero initiative would also be cool too I know it's not part of the China Hero Initiative, but, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see, like, a Black Myth Wukong, like, uh, if they aligned with PlayStation of some sort. But I, I thought, I thought uh, Microsoft grabbed the marketing rights to that one. I'm thinking so, but I'm not sure. It's coming out for... It's, it's not the same developers that did um, that shooter that was done by one person. It's a whole separate game on there, mm-hmm. so... I'm trying to think of the name of that game, but <laughs> Bright Memory Infinite, I think. Is that the other one? Yeah, that Bright Memory. Bright Memory. I, th- I thought that game already dropped on. Uh, uh, yeah, it's already dropped. Yeah. 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 But Black Myth Wukong is a whole, whole kit and caboodle. I don't think it's aligned with any sort of marketing as far as I know on there you might i know there's that wu-tang game that was rumored last year that hasn't shown its head so you know you'd be playing with Ghostface killer i would like that that's what what gets you back to xbox right some wu-tang yeah definitely give me some wu-tang phil (laughs) phil give me some wu-tang phil x gonna give it to you sorry that's dmx sorry (laughs) sorry sorry uh, that wasn't that was whack. <laughs> <laughs> that was whack. That was pretty whack. I apologize. Um so yeah, um so we'll definitely be talking about uh Sony's uh state of play on 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 the show after it's announced. So um and we would love to hear you know what y'all have to say. Um and Maybe. me and Des will be watching it live on the Discord. We so. will be. So yes. if you're available, pop in. You know, we can chat about it and laugh about it or whatever we want to do about it. I don't know, but I mean, I just, I mean, I, I keep thinking like, you know, oh, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I know it's gonna be good. You know, I know it's gonna be fine. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not terribly worried about it. So I'm, I'm ready for it. So let's do it. Um. Okay, so uh, next up on our vessel line is is from uh, John BT, and he says, so I'll put this here regarding conversations about Phil saying Xbox was disadvantaged by third and last gen. Um, I have a bunch of friends my age who get one system per generation. Most of them bought an Xbox One either because they had a PS3 and were pissed or because they had a, a 360 and loved it. By the end of that generation, they were all pissed that literally every good game was on PlayStation. If you chose the Xbox series, you got Forza. If you moved to PlayStation, you got Spider-Man, Miles, Horizon, 
Final Fantasy VII Remake, to name a few. So many reasons to bail on Xbox. And just last year, uh, the three best games were Horizon 2, Elden Ring, and God of War Ragnarok. Two of the three were PlayStation exclusives. He goes on to say, when Phil says it's because people are locked into their digital libraries, I call BS. PlayStation people aren't willing to jump to Xbox because they have to keep getting the good games. They but haven't I, keep getting they have, the good games. Sorry, they haven't. Sorry. Uh, but Xbox people, at least my friends, seem uh, perfectly fine to abandon their libraries and move to PlayStation. Hell, the system basically gave new converts most of the banger games with the PlayStation Collection. And now you just need to grab PlayStation Extra, and you basically have every amazing game at your fingertips. Phil's chance to win this gen is done. Best you can do is jump out four years of ba- best you can do is pump out four years of bangers that make people think about switching systems on the next generation. Also, none of this applies to Nintendo as they do their own thing. True. Uh, don't care about competition. Everyone hands them money. They really do. Uh, they're the obvious winners. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that just kind of echoes what we were talking about before regarding uh the the shortcomings of the xbox uh regarding this generation um i think it's a really good thing to think about though uh do we think that you know they lost this generation or 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 has this generation actually like is it over for for xbox because i really don't think it is i think xbox could if they really wanted to they could pivot um and start, you know, doing good, doing good stuff. So I don't really know if if they've completely lost. I think they're definitely last place. Um, and I think uh, John saying that uh, next generation they can try to to win people back. But if we're going to follow what Kevin was saying, there might not be a next generation for Xbox because I don't know. Where else they can go after this? You know, I really think uh, Kevin was on to something when he was saying that, that, you know, a new contender needs to come in and Xbox needs to just kind of like go the way of like Sega, because I think that's what Xbox is, is planning on doing, because I, I, I don't know how many more flops we can get, you know, so without having good games. So if they want to become a 100% service model and you have to either have a box uh, or a computer to to join their e- ecosystem, then that's probably what they're doing. I I really you know as as I read this stuff and I listen to people and and I really think about it myself, it really would behoove them to get out of you know the the console race or get out of the hardware race and uh, and try to. I hate to say go the way of Stadia because they, that that Stadia was a whole whole other thing that that Google you know tried and then failed because people were not willing to go that route yet. I think people in the future might. I do think Google was a few was was a couple of years ahead of its time given uh, the U.S.'s uh, digital infrastructure around uh, streaming and stuff like that. So. Uh, but I don't I really don't know what like Xbox 
what Xbox possibly can do. Like I, I really at this point I really don't know because it's very clear what Nintendo and PlayStation are doing. You know, it's very clear what they're doing. You know, Xbox, I'm not really so sure. Like, are they a are they a service? Are they a console are they a game company are they trying to just skirt all these different things in order to you know muddy the water just enough so people don't know what they're doing but i really believe that all of their goodwill is completely shot i really believe that all of their goodwill is completely shot right now and and only the die hard die hard folks are sticking with it you know and you know props to them because that kool-aid must be tasting mighty sweet so so i mean stay hydrated my friends because i mean damn so i got a chuckle out of kevin so i think kevin has something to say no i i mean i we i beat i've beat up this horse it's in it's it's already decayed but the only thing i can the only thing i can say to your point des is that the problem is that microsoft is not willing to settle on a specific plan. No, Nintendo no. and PlayStation have specific business models. Now they may incorporate other aspects of different business models into that plan, but there is a core there is a core strategy. We build hardware. We want to we want people to buy games for our hardware because that's how we make more money. Microsoft wants to be, I think their ideal position would be to be a service, but they want to drag along this hardware stuff. Why I'm not sure when it's apparent that even Phil is is talking like the hardware is is not the focus of Xbox. The focus of Xbox is the service, is Game Pass. So... Mm. I I'm I don't I don't know I mean the, the, and I just 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 to say just to, well I think I I do know there there all of the efforts that there we're seeing Microsoft do to acquire ABK is going to continue they're not going to let this go without a major fight. And I would be really interested in whether it's if they succeed, fail. I would really love to see the legal bill that uh, Microsoft rings up. And <laughs> I mean, we'll never see that. But it just bothers me that $70 billion and whatever they're paying this team of attorneys could have easily been pushed into either funding games, purchasing studios. You don't really need to purchase big publishers. I mean, that's like, you know, I can't win at basketball, so I'm just going to buy the court. That's, that's you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and fostering relationships with up-and-coming developers. I mean, could you imagine what $70 billion could do just – toward those three things alone and also building up your the confidence level in gamers for your console if you got $70 and you just focused on 70 billion dollars and you just focused on those three aspects i mean good grief what 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 
you could do an awful lot to gain that to gain that uh, that mindshare back. And this 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 showcase that they're that they've got coming up in June. What is that? June. Um, it it it's got to be. It's got to hit heavy. And I just don't see it hitting that heavy. I don't think it either. No, I actually don't see it either. But we'll see. Uh, Joe, uh, what do you got, buddy? What are your what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, we kind of beat this already. We talked about it. But uh, to John's point, I mean, he's just making the point that, you know, I know in the kind of funny Xbox uh, podcast that, you know, Phil was just saying that, you know, about, about the them losing last gen. And, you know, they lost last gen. But, you know, it's a point that, uh, you know, they just got to refocus. I mean, Halo Infinite should have been there, like, you know, basically ace in the hole. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that thing was so fumbled and bumbled and, and probably, uh, you know, focus test to death. And it's just like, just let your creators create and not try to be, have it to be everything to everyone on here and uh you know i know phil's coming out and saying we don't want to like compete in doing games like sony and nintendo but they really should on there i mean i think scared that would basically bring people to their console and then if they bring people to the console they're going to bring it to the service i think they're they were kind of expecting um with call of duty and possibly with this to Game Pass both on Switch and PlayStation, and I know that's not going to fly with either of those two companies. So, and then for them to pull the like, um, you know, uh, creating a, a market in Japan that's you know basically hostile to the U.S. and to Xbox. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. get out of here with that crap. Like you know, unfair trade advantage or some bullshit. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, get out of here. It's like, you know, I'm just, there has to be some sort of accountability. And unfortunately right now for Xbox, there's no accountability at the moment. You got like multiple games that have been announced that we have known little to nothing about. Contraband, Everwild, Fable, you know, you you name it. You know, the Quadruple A Coalition, you know, as far as their development studios. I mean, Perfect Dark. You know, it's just they've already announced everything <laughs> under the freaking sun. It's like, come on. It's like and then we don't know anything about these projects. And, you know, we gotten just little to no information. It's like you got me thinking about selling my damn Xbox. And I already signed up for Games Pass for like three years for some stinking stupid reason. So but I love you for it. <laughs> uh, I you you know I love myself for it too, but we neither of us have powered up our Xbox. So <laughs> so I think the last time I powered up my Xbox, I played Division One. You know that's what I was playing. So <laughs> you know, and you know I'll talk about news. There's some interesting games coming out for Games Pass at least. So that's at least uh, you know a participation trophy kind of <laughs> a winner chicken dinner for that at least so you know but uh even you know the windows central folks and people of that ilk have known that you know this first five months for xbox have been kind of light in 2023 and so we're kind of looking you know starfield or bus but it's like you know you can't put all your all your chips on that one 
game to hit. I mean, granted, it's going to hit, but if Bethesda uh, has launch problems like they commonly sometimes do as far as their um, products, I mean, if if Starfield comes out like Fallout 76 or something, man, oh, man, oh, man. Don't say that. That might be the end of xbox as we know but we'll we'll see i'm really interested to see what they got the show and you know hopefully they will come and compete that's all i could hope for so yeah well thank you so much uh john and uh goonie uh always appreciate you know folks um asking us questions and if you have any comments uh please go to our discord and answer goonie's question um i will we would love to hear what y'all uh want to want to see from the from the uh state of play because you know sony's out here you know feeding good in the neighborhood so you know let's see let's see what else is on the menu um so the next question because next episode we're gonna have our main event question is with e3 being canceled do you think the days of big in-person video game expos are over let us know your opinion, and we will discuss it on episode 209. Now, this is interesting. I, I We posed this question uh, on the last show, but then uh, our good friend, uh, we can, what is it, the Summer Games Fest, the Keeley Fest? You can go and, like, buy tickets and go and watch it, you know, in a theater. And I kept, and I, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking to Joe, and I'm like, uh, well, uh, did you want to go to that? And just like, mm. so... So I don't think we are, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, um, is this really what we're doing now? <laughs> like we can literally go and watch in a theater with folks. I mean, I guess I can sort of think about it because like it's probably going to be like super warm um, during the summertime. But I don't think I want to, you know, yeah, I don't think that, that you want to see Jeff Keighley in person with Alf and Reggie and whoever else is on stage. And <laughs> no, no. I, I don't Shake think this man. is where what was that? Shick man. man. No. No. I think I think if if this is if this is what's happening with like video game expos, then no. Just stay at home. <laughs> just just stay at home. <laughs> but but um but you know what follows the um main event and the vessel line. It's the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you, Des. Okay, You're welcome, first, sir. All right, first news t- topic we kind of already talked about. It's about the PlayStation Showcase coming up uh, next Wednesday. So um, if you're not aware, uh, the PlayStation Showcase is coming up. It's going to be a little bit more than an hour. It's on Wednesday, May the 24th, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time on there, 4 p.m. Eastern time on there, obviously 9 p.m. BST up there in the U.K., on there so and it's you know uh pretty much gonna kick off uh several weeks of major video game showcases on here so uh, summer games Fest, as you referenced des is gonna have a live kickoff show on uh june the 8th uh 2023 on there so and they are going to have that uh, live audience in, at the youtube theater in hollywood park in inglewood california on there so you know if you want to buy a ticket Go down there and partake. And this is what E3 has become, Jeff Keighley Fest up there. So mm. on there. And, of course, Xbox says Game Showcase will be on Sunday, June 11th on there. And uh, I don't know why they put it on June 11th. Like, people like to go to church and whatnot. But, you know, 
we'll definitely watch that and give our impressions of that uh, in the months to come. But uh, Jim Ryan did go ahead and have an interview with Famitsu, and so there was some uh, kind of nuggets uh, from there as far as what he's talked about. And uh, the main thing, uh, one thing that he stated in here, which might affect the noted stake bet, <laughs> is that uh, he's talking about the importance of PlayStation 5 exclusive titles. And this is the quote, and it says, We also fully understand the importance of PS5 exclusive titles. PlayStation Studios' main responsibility is to have people enjoy the game experience of using the latest PlayStation. We are increasing the number of PS5 exclusive titles and staggering the release of the PC version. I often had the opportunity to ask game fans for their opinions, and when I asked them about the time lag, they say that selling the PC version two to three years after the release of the PS PlayStation version is accepted favorably. So, so you know, there's going to be more PC ports to come, but they're not going to come day and date on here. They are fully committed to the console business and they do want to show off you know and support their platforms first before bringing their games out on pc so on here he's also stated too that um they basically uh, said about playstation vr2 it says ps vr2 has just been launched so it may be a little bit early to judge its popularity but we're happy to see many positive reactions from users in the media so this is what he told Fumitsu on here says we will continue to push forward so that those who purchase PSR PSVR2 can enjoy it for a long time and then we could also secure profits because it's all about them profits there sir so mm-hmm. I know and if, at least in the in the US I mean the um, PlayStation VR2 was just announced the day that the, or was released at stores the same day Tears of the Kingdom came out so so literally like on May the 12th is when PlayStation VR was released out in stores. So, I mean, I, yeah, you know, to me, they fumbled and bumbled a bit in my opinion on that. So, and I think they should release that retail at launch instead of releasing on PlayStation direct. You know, I think they would have gotten more people to look at that necessarily. So, but, uh, you know, it is what it is on that. So, uh, what's your guys' opinion of what he said so far? He's I know he said some other stuff, which I'll mention in a bit. So I'll let you go, Kev. What do you think? Um, you notice he didn't mention any of the uh, service, the, what, 10 to 12 service games that they've got under development. That's the one. Those are the ones that are going to launch day and date on PC. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are going to launch day and date on PC for sure. And I'm including uh, uh, the Last of Us um, factions. I'm uh, now that Last of Us is on PC, it, it would only make sense to release factions day and date on PC because it builds your player base. Um, so, but I think the traditional games, yeah, I think like the even even. Even if there's like a traditional a, a traditional game that has a multiplayer aspect to it, like say Resistance, um, I I'm expecting Resistance to follow that model, even if it does have multiplayer. But those games that are being pushed as service games, they're going day and date on PC. 
that's that's just my opinion. It, it doesn't make sense to put them in the same uh, in the same pool as the as you know other first party traditional PlayStation games, even if those have a multiplayer aspect to them. Stick fat. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Stickbit has a time constraint to it, so we'll see mm-hmm. if the time constraint is met. You know, and you know, once I win, it's like you know, it's, I'm not gonna like you know break the bank or anything with you, Kev, or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. Brand, let, us not, be... let us not wow. count our stakes before they're before. Wow, did you hear that? We cannot count our stakes maybe <laughs> before they they've cooked. Wow. Uh, we will. We're, we we got to see. Um, got it. Got it. Yeah, we got to see. So you know, Outback. I don't know about Outback. Sizzler. Nah, I don't know about Sizzler. But mm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, mm. you going to Happy Steak? Malibu <laughs> chicken. <laughs> All you can eat scrimps. It's not cool. Yeah. So, uh, and Jim Ryan also said in the Famitsu interview, he talked about um, also to about Ghost of Tsushima that you know he felt it was a significant uh, accomplishment that that game sold over one million copies in Japan. On here, um, they mentioned also to that uh, Rise of the Ronin is a game that is what they're going to offer their support over to um, other studios that want to release their game and have them published by PlayStation on there because that's Koei Tecmo basically is developing that game and so they're using the distribution market to publish the game for them you know kind of similar to what they did with Neo and Neo 2 on there which kind of worked out well and he mentioned that that and he also said that uh, you know every game that they sell doesn't necessarily have to be a hit in every market on here and this is a quote he says every market not just japan has its own characteristics that's why there's a difference between the market where the same title can sell and the market where it doesn't rather it wouldn't be interesting if the same title was a hit in every region we believe the business is never boring and exciting because each region that we sell games has its own characteristics so so great that so and i also mentioned about marvel spider-man 2 that uh, basically because of it being developed exclusively for playstation 5 that the developers have quote-unquote made no compromises on here so so that uh, they are looking forward to getting that game out to market so i'm excited for that bad boy yeah so we'll we'll have to see but the uh, playstation showcase is coming up you know so we'll see where, you know, just like we talked about in the Vessel Line, where that's going to kind of go. So, all right, next news article is a noted game that got announced this past week, Mortal Kombat 1. Got, so they have basically are going to reboot Mortal Kombat on here. So that is coming out on September 19th, 2023. On here, it's coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch. Oh my God, PC via Steam <laughs> and Epic Game Store. So, Yeesh. so um, Warner Brothers says that the game will introduce a reborn Mortal Kombat universe that has been created by the Fire God Liu Kang, featuring reimagined versions of iconic characters that they've never been seen before. So this is like, you know, it's like uh, Victoria in the shower <laughs> episode of Dallas, you know. So we'll have to see if this <laughs> wow. comes really to fruition or not, you know. So 
Wow, Joe took us back with that one. <laughs> yeah, and according to the press release, this story mode will promise a immersive cinematic narrative featuring unexpected twists on classic rivalries and original backstories for a wide-ranging cast of legendary fighters, including Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, Kung Lao, Katana, Malena, Shang Tsung, Johnny Cage, and many others. So, yeah. Gotta love that, uh, you know, PR speak there, so... Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 will also in, introduce Cameo Fighters, a new unique roster of partner characters that can assist during matches, creating expanded game bay, gameplay possibilities for players, if I could pronunciate things properly. So, on here. And so, yeah, it's coming out. And so, for the people that enjoyed, like, uh, you know, the previous Mortal Kombat's, uh, Ed Boon still, you know, Champing and and working at Nether Nether Realm to get this game out and it's probably going to be pretty damn good, you know. I've you know I just wish it wasn't Mortal Kombat really. It's like, you know, uh, why would they call it anything else? Oh, I know. I just you know we talked about privately before where you know I've never really been a super Mortal Kombat stan on there because of the the movements of the games in the series as far as the back back and like the. kind of the cadence on there you know i could play stuff like tekken and virtua fighter no problem but it seems like a mortal Kombat. it's like you know i, I maybe need to take a look at this to kind of get back into the series personally at least for myself so uh, one thing that there is a report right now is that the first set of mortal Kombat one dlc is possibly going to include um such characters as peacemaker from the dc universe so it's kind of crazy. And then also it's been rumored that um, there's also a couple other characters. We talked about um, uh, Homelander on here from The Boys, I think. Is that yes. yeah. that char- character came from? And then also uh, the uh, crazy dad from An- Invincible on here. That's What's that Omni-Man. Omni-Man. Omni-Man, yeah. So. <laughs> Actually, those two fit really well in Mortal Kombat. Yep. A lot better than Superman in that DC stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see either of them being psychotic enough to blow someone's head off with the eye beams or punching someone's, you know, neck off, you know, yeah. neck out. So I, I, can, I can imagine Peacemaker, but I haven't seen the the uh, TV series at all. I just ma- remember Peacemaker from back in the day, you know, so. If they wanted to keep it keep it real, they could talk to Marvel about license licensing martial law or something. So. That's a deep cut, though. That's a deep, very deep. Yeah, I, I no was one's... always. Some, they should get uh, Lobo in in Mortal Kombat. I think uh, he would be fantastic. He would be a good fit because he's 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 from what I remember. I mean, he was he was he had no problems with gruesomely killing people. So yeah, so I always thought Lobo would be a better fit if you're going to put a DC or uh, you know a comic book. Like was Lobo was DC or Marvel? Yeah. Um, DC. DC. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to put a DC character, it's like, why why aren't you putting Lobo in there? Uh, true. But I do think seeing, but I do think people will really be happy to see Homelander. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Omni-Man. I think, I, I think honestly, Homelander would be a little bit, would bring more people than Omni-Man because Invincible, not, it's not it's not niche niche but but it's definitely doesn't have the reach as the boys so mm-hmm. but either way i think it's a feather in their cap for getting it 
and I think the I think the fatalities are going to be you know something to behold because they usually mm-hmm. are so yeah so we'll see uh, I don't think of any of us I'm not buying Mortal Kombat one at launch and just I think there's too many other things I'll be hopefully playing more Street Fighter six uh, do have that pre-ordered so I think that's going to be my flavor to savor as far as fighting games are concerned so. What about you two? Uh, Mortal Kombat one day and day? No, or? definitely not. I I don't. I'm not a Mortal Kombat fighter player. So like I'll I will watch the uh I'll watch the story on YouTube and then watch the fatalities. So I'm good. The only way I would buy this would be if there was a legit sequel to Shaolin monks in the game. If that that would be the only reason I would buy it, and it would, but I don't see that happening again. So, well, let's now out there if you are excited for Mortal Kombat One, maybe we'll have to reconsider our stance. Who knows? So, all right. And then next news story I'd like to talk about is that there was an interview with uh, President of Take Two, CEO Strauss Zelnick. And uh, he had commented saying that he thinks that it's likely that there'll be mid-generation console refreshes during the current cycle on here. So in his direct quote, um, we probably will. And they did not affect the business very much. He said that uh, um, that he considers that they will release refreshes in, in, in this generation for both Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5. Who knows what they're going to call the Series X, what, Series XX? Who knows, Series SS, the Triple S? We'll have to see <laughs> how the naming convention for Xbox goes or if it's just going to be PlayStation 5 Series Pro. Extreme! Oh, Lord, go. no, please, no, no. <laughs> Series Extreme. <laughs> Take it back to I, the nineties. Imagine if it like looked like a big monster energy drink or something with like oh, a green no. X and then like that uh. liquid, liquid cooling on the outside and stuff. So. No, just stop. Small yeah. enough to fit in your Xbox refrigerator. <laughs> there you go. Extreme. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so I think uh, Strauss Zelnick thinks that there's going to be next gen console, you know, refreshes. So or current gen console refreshes. So what do you guys think? You think it's the handwriting's on the wall and that we're going to see new hardware, or I think we will. Um, it, it, I think there is a. Um, a desire for amongst certain console players to have that guaranteed 60 4k 60 and we have some games that hit 4k 60 uh, but some but most don't without compromise so that's why you have the you know performance mode versus the you know the resolution mode in a lot of these games but I think if these uh, pro versions can hit give you 4k without the you know uh, maybe a little bit of ray tracing without the drop in resolution and still get hit you give you that 60 frames per second 
um, I I can definitely see see them being offered because I think the last the last stats that I heard was that the pro and the one X only like the pro only accounted for twenty percent of people that bought PlayStations. Um, but apparently it was still enough to make it worthwhile to continue to manufacture up until the end of the the console's life. So I don't know what the what how that broke down amongst uh, Xbox One and One X uh, purchasers. But as long as the content, as long as there's content to take advantage of that, then I. I I fully expect there to be mid-gen refreshes. No, oh, yeah, I think that's an industry standard nowadays. So I'm I'm honestly expecting a, a a pro of of all of these systems, except for Xbox because it is the best system out there. <laughs> only it's so many for breakfast. Yeah, only only so many flops. <laughs> There's twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna need to double that, please. Twenty-four flops, or or we riot. Are you gonna upgrade your Series S, Des? Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. I mean, if you buy it for me, yeah, sure, but no. <laughs> I ain't your husband. Get out of here with that business. I don't know. I no. know, Daddy. No, I'm not upgrading. The 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 S is fine for what I'm going to be doing. I I couldn't handle all them flops anyway. Could couldn't handle it. My eyes would explode. Couldn't do it. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Xbox, Xbox does have some games uh, for Games Pass coming up. They just announced on May the 16th on here about games coming for the rest of the month for Xbox Games Pass, and so there's some kind of interesting titles on here. So. Uh, one game, it's called Eastern Exorcist on here, so it kind of looked a little bit interesting. So, and looked, uh, you play as a skilled exorcist against chaotic evil to fight your way through the brutal world and experience unforeseen entanglements of complex beings, whatever that means. So, <laughs> on there. So, um, I'm going to do a little more crack research while we're like recording. The sure. Title. That that title doesn't tell me anything. That description yeah, it, tells me absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't. That's a no, word. He's my brother to the east. So uh, let's see here. According to Steam, Eastern Exorcist is a stunning 2D side-scrolling action RPG set in a fantasy Eastern world with vicious spirits and monsters. On here, so it looks actually kind of cool. Looking at the uh, information on Steam on here, it's it's 2D. Kind of has a stealth element to it, and uh, looks like it's getting some good um, marks on Steam. So, so um, saying that it is Chinese developed though. So um, that if you like Dead Cells and Katana Zero, it's in that wheelhouse. So, wow. so it gives me a little bit better <laughs> aspect on here. So Dead Cells was great. Yeah. They also have another game called Ghost Lore uh, on here uh, that is going to be out on May 18th, which is already out. And it's out on PC Game Pass and coming soon to Xbox consoles on here. A Ghost Lore is an East Punk action RPG where you fight monsters from Southeast Asian folklore. It's uh, inspired by um, classic action RPGs like Diablo 2 and Titan Quest. So, woohoohoohoohoo. <laughs> That's that's kind of you know you know me and loot and uh, 
the games of that type yep. on here. So, you know, and Ghost Lore is available on Steam. It's uh, been up, I guess, since May 17th, which was just launched on Thursday. So, and definitely does look like an isometric looter um, and looking pretty, pretty cool on here. I'll have to maybe check it out. Maybe not on the Xbox PC Games Pass because uh, I know, Des, you were not a fan of using that interface with the PC front end with Games Pass, Nope, right? I was not a fan of it. Oh, I might check this out and play it on my Steam Deck. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. I would love to see. I would love to hear what you think about it. For sure. And then also, too, on the docket for um, Xbox Game Pass for May, we're looking at Cassette Beast on here coming on console on May 25th. I know me and you talked about this game, right, Des? Yes, you did. Kind of a little bit of a Pokemon-inspired game where you basically are basically uh, capturing uh, monsters into your Walkman, your cassette player, right? Yeah, in your Walkman, you are literally running around collecting tapes, and you put and you put stickers on them, and that's how you make them more powerful and stuff. And has a cute little, you know, retro graphics to it. It looks like it looks like a higher res or updated version of uh, Scarlet, not Scarlet. Uh, yeah, Scarlet. Um, so um, of like the old Pokemon games. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'm I'm actually excited for this. Um, I cannot wait for it to come out on uh, PS4 or the Switch. Got it. Are you going to fire up your uh, Xbox Series X to check it out on Games Pass, possibly? No. No? Not going to do that? (laughs) No. I love love that you just... (laughs) I'm just, you know... It's great. No, I think... You're the reverse lefty. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. It's just, he's constantly like, you know, hey, you're going to... You're the you're the Xbox guy on our show. <laughs> I'm just not, you know. I mean, you keep asking, and it's like it's it, it's most likely always going to be no, until until uh, Starfield, until Starfield, yeah, until Starfield or something worthwhile, you know, comes out, buddy. I just, but at this point, no. <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. I, I will not segue to you, but let's talk about the rest of the games coming out this month. Uh, Planet of Lana, actually. Oh, I'll get that out. one, though. I'll definitely do that one. Yeah, that's coming out for Xbox Games Pass, wow. PC, Series X, and S, and Xbox One. Actually, been I thought this game kind of stood out to me a little bit. I thought it looked kind of cool from the last Xbox showcase. It is a cinematic puzzle adventure game. It's being published by Thunderful on here, and uh, look. Kind of cool. So, you know, I, obviously I haven't checked a lot of games out that have come out that look cool, including Chia and other stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, I looked at this list and I don't want to be looking like a Games Pass stand, but I thought there was enough interesting games on the list to talk about here with you guys. And then last but not least, I know you talked about this game before, Des, and so that's why I went ahead and mentioned it. But uh, Massive Chalice on here. So... Yeah, yeah, it's coming out for Games Pass on May 25th for both cloud and console. Isn't it? That has an MTG kind of element to it, right? Is there a card builder with that? If I remember correctly, it it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, again, probably definitely think about it um, when I'm um, 
uh, either looking at what I could, you know, play on either the Switch or the uh, or the GameCube. PlayStation. Yeah. Sorry, PlayStation. It was a GameCube. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right, well, that's enough of uh, uh, Game Pass updates for me on there. So. <laughs> And then last but not least, uh, I wanted to make a mention of Inti Creates is a developer that we've kind of supported here. Uh, you know, we've like Blaster Master Zero series on there and a few other games, including, um, God, what's the other game for Inti Creates? I'm drawing a blank because it's not in front of me on there. Azure Striker Gunbolt on there. Yeah. So they've created multiple games, but they have a new game starring a cat on here so they got a new game called umbra claw i know you put that on there just for me didn't you didn't you Uh, umbra claw yes is a 2d side-scrolling action game that follows the perilous journey of kuan a cat who has died and must return home to its owner from the underworld known as the soul plane on here so this is a challenging game that proves that cats are not just cute but cool as well on here, the dark tinge yet lively graphics will pull you into the fantasy storybook world. And this is a direct statement from the Inti Creates president on here. So I'm pretty sure this has got announced at this indie festival, uh, Indie Live Expo 2023. It is announced for Steam right now, but we're probably looking for it to come out on consoles. And uh, just like the art direction from what I saw of it, I definitely like the trailer. And, uh, you know, I definitely think that if you guys are interested, definitely check it out. And I'll put the trailer in the Discord. It looks um, dope. It looks pretty cool. I like the art style. And I think especially, you know, with uh, you know, it seems like with NT Creates, they kind of stay in a lane and they stick in that lane, you know, because you know, Azure Striker Gumbolt basically is kind of riffing off the Mega Man Zero kind of um formula that they kind of concocted when they originally brought out that series and so mm-hmm. they are you know basically stayed in that line for their own azure striker gumbolt games but you know they're doing this uh they're doing the gal guardians game that comes out next month this i think we played that pack so did you enjoy that i remember enjoying that when we played that so. which one gal guardians oh yeah uh yeah i i i did like that actually so I might have to uh, pick that up. I'm definitely going to pick up the uh, this Umber Claw game. I mean, that looks that looks super dope. So, good deal. And then, last but not least, there's one other item, and I'm just going to add it in here. Uh, but this might be something that we could talk about during the PlayStation Showcase. But uh, uh, there's a known data miner, uh, Lance McDonald. He's a big fan of Bloodborne and Souls and whatnot. But uh, he found, I guess, screenshots from a uh, from software development artists. They have file names basically for certain screenshots that they posted that indicated that they were taken from a PC version of Bloodborne on here. So that there's a possibility that there is. Uh, going to be a release of Bloodborne the Old Hunters Edition for PC at some point. And there might be uh, something that might be announced during the upcoming PlayStation Showcase. We'll have to see if there is a nugget or any any focus on PC on there or possibly maybe even a next-gen upgrade for Bloodborne. What do you you guys think is possible for this? A next-gen upgrade for Bloodborne? Bloodborne, yeah, like... Um... I mean, hell, they might even they might even mention Bloodborne too, you know. Never know. Yeah. 
So this is the noted hacker that you know basically gone into the source code of Bloodborne and on a pirated or a hacked PS4 ran Bloodborne at 60 frames on PlayStation and fixed like the frame issues that the PS4 version of Bloodborne has on there. So so he's a very much a big fan, but uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to see what comes of this. You know, I know people have been clamoring for a PC port of Bloodborne for years now, and so we'll see if it makes its way over to PC or if they happen to do a PS5 version of Bloodborne as well. It might be a good thing. Or a sequel. You know, so any thoughts before I close out the news on this? My guess is that it's probably a PS5 and and or PC version of Bloodborne, because yeah, uh, we version. just yeah, because I mean they just when did uh, when did Elden Ring come out last year? Yeah, yeah, the, the Elden Ring is too is too fresh, you know, fresh out fresh out the factory for them to start a sequel to a game that that would have to be you know as big you know yeah and that's a from not bigger too. yeah it's it's like yeah. you know from's working on both the Elden ring dlc and also armor core six right now so mm-hmm. it's not like they they're busy you know so yeah yeah so. and they got bigger fish to fry uh, you know they're working with bandai, uh, bandai namco basically the publisher games and it's like why would they focus on Bloodborne and make money for Sony when they could just make money on their own? You know. Mm-hmm. So, granted, they're partially owned by Sony. I think Sony owns like I think twenty or thirty percent of From, but uh, mm-hmm. still, so still. Yep. But that's the news for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Okay, that brings us to. Our Thursday night game nights, take, which take place every Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You just hop into our Discord, jump into our voice channel, and uh, join us for games and shenanigans. You don't even have to necessarily be playing any games. More often than not, I'm usually doing something like cooking or getting some uh, evening chores done when I'm able to, when I'm able to hop in. So. Uh, whatever it is you're doing, if you just want to hang out and uh, chew the fat with us, or if you have a game that you'd like to play with us, be sure to join our Discord and put those recommendations up there. And you might be saying, okay, how do I join the Discord? Well, it's easy. You hit us up on Twitter at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S, Click the link to the Discord and you're in. There's no waiting period. There's no uh, sorting period. There's no Patreon to join. All you got to do is hit that link and you're in. We just ask that you be a good person who just likes talking about video games minus the nonsense. So if that suits you to a T, then uh, we will you will be welcomed into the Gaming Vessels Discord with open arms. And speaking of our uh, of those who are in our community, a big uh, special kudos to Goonie and John BT for taking part in our vessel line for this week. And as I always say, without our folks in our community, without those that are listening to our our podcasts, we just be three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So 
major props to you two for participating in this week's show. And with all that said, that's going to bring episode 208 to a close. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res lover. That's me. A.K.A. the Cat Daddy, A.K.A. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. In that love for you, baby. Scary. <laughs> Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, could maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonuff71, A.K.A. Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And we'll be back next time, episode 209, for your ears. Peace.